0: Minding my business when I got this fabulous urge. And flash, bam, Alakazam. Now I've got the daily purge. I was chilling at home. I was drinking some vodka.
1: Then he got this pink colored urge. Oh my, I've been Shanghai. Now I'm on the daily purge.
0: Two gays that hang in Chi-Town Spinning their tails for you And you know you want more cause you gotta have more We will make her your laugh, we will make her your roar We're with are the, the shit, with are the, the shit, with are the shit You got some stories and song. We'll tell you our business You'll get one hell of a power surge Flash, bam, alakazam This is the Daily Purge Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Daily Purge for February 24th, 2015. My name is John Haas, and with me, of course, is my dear friend, Rob Lindley Hello! Hello! Hello. I can't believe it's almost March. I am so ready for this spring to get here it's just yeah this winter has been unrelenting not only weather wise but my schedule has been unbearable i hear you my friend it is just like i come home and you know you always you know people work a day and there are a lot more people that have harder jobs than i do certainly but i just get home and i fall apart yeah like it's just you know i got this um i don't know if we talked about it i got a new couch and it is yes. a nap magnet. And the minute I lay down on that thing, it's like, lights out.
1: <laughs> well, that's a I I struggle a little bit with that. And it's one of the reasons I need to just continue to get settled in my new place is that I'm in a studio now, and I have just the best memory foam mattress. Yeah. That's and that's kind of is. like my bed and my couch now because I'm in a cute little studio. But I... <laughs> it's real tough to come home and sit on it and not all of a sudden be like, oh, but what if I just lay back?
0: <laughs> what if I just sleep? The problem is with taking a nap at like 6 o'clock. Yeah. Is that screws everything up because then I don't fall asleep until like 12 or 1 and then I have to get up the next morning and do it all again. But yeah, yeah, it's been it's been tough. But I have done this whole... I don't know what's gotten into me. I think it's just like... Maybe it was turning 35 or, I don't know, life changes on the fives. Um, <laughs> but I uh, I have just been slowly replacing all of my furniture this year. And I think I talked about this a little bit on a, a previous episode, but I got a new bed this year and a memory foam as well, which is still my favorite thing. It's yeah. so good. Um, and then I got a new couch this year uh is really really nice and very comfortable but yeah I sleep a minute um and then i my as if you know the universe is saying like hey get your shit together mm-hmm. um my dresser last week just fell apart in my hand like oh. the dresser that i had was an ikea fiberboard right. you know kind of one of those type of situations. I bought it from the guy that owned that had this apartment before just so I didn't have to buy anything new. Yeah. And all the drawers had fall, like had buckled. And so like it was sagging a lot of stuff. So it was awful. It was never enough. I, you know, always had stacks of clothes on top of it when all of my clothes were clean. And so like, I'm like, that's it. Got on the website of like value city furniture, found the, whatever the hell president's day sale nice and i'm just like i need a new dresser and i also need a new chest of drawers because i am not having this life anymore
1: and i i love a good set yeah like those those places you can get good deals a lot of times it was
0: it was a really nice deal you know again taking advantage of the two-year zero percent financing i can handle it Um, (laughs) Another goddamn thing. Shout out to Value
1: City. Hey,
0: you know, I love a good furniture store sale. And I wish they would do that for cars and other things. Um, (laughs) But uh, so they delivered it. They gave me a window um, and they delivered it this past Saturday. But I just realized as I dumped out everything in my room because I needed to clear a path for them to get through. So I needed to like move everything out. I have so much shit. It's just Ugh. unbelievable. Because, you know, I pulled it out of these the old drawers and then just piled it on there. Everything under my bed I had to move. Like, all of the things. And it's just been... It was really eye-opening. I was just like, wow, I have so much shit. Yeah. So, it's, um, time for another well, purge, ga- I guess.
1: I've been doing all of that as I... You know, adjusting from being in a you know two-bedroom condo with... Uh, two of us into my own studio, and my studio is not really like a studio. Like no, 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 no. It's almost like a one bedroom. It really is. Uh, cause the kitchen is ginormous, and I have a huge entryway that is almost like another room, and then I have a huge walk in closet.
0: It's a very nice studio. Yeah, nice. it's nice,
1: and, and, um, and I, I love it to pieces. But one of my resolutions this year was that I was going to, um, get everything settled and I wanted everything to have a place mm-hmm. and, uh, be put away and look nice. Yeah. And then my feelings are, if it doesn't have a place, then I get rid of it. Yeah.
0: That's and good. if
1: I bring something new in, I have to take something out. Because that's a I,
0: great I, I, rule.
1: Cause I just don't, especially I have to be aware of being that way with, um, my clothes.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, it, that's my, and problem. I can
1: get, I can get, you know and my problem is though you know the cuz i will go through phases where i just like get rid of it and um uh, i'll get rid of a bunch of stuff and then all of a sudden i'm like oh gosh what happened to that black sweat you
0: know <laughs> <laughs> where are all my yeah cetera. Like, oh
1: that's right i had a crazy purge day where i got rid of everything <laughs> um but i'm you know what i'm really i'm on the verge of doing and i i just I'm scared to do it. I'm thinking about getting rid of all of my CDs, like just burning everything onto a hard drive and getting rid of every physical CD I have, unless it's something with like extraordinary packaging that I really, really care about. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes me nervous. I I actually have space for all of my CDs in this place. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just, I just kept thinking, I'm like, well, that seems like another thing that I just don't really...
0: Yeah, but do you, I mean, honestly, do you actively pull
1: out CDs, though? Not very often. unless Because even if I'm going to, like, let someone borrow something, more often than not, I'll be like, oh, let me just Dropbox it to you. Right. You know, I don't really hand someone a bunch of CDs.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's where I got, especially, and it wasn't so much with CDs because I got rid of those a while ago. Mm-hmm. I just burned everything. I'm like, see, uh," because a lot of them, honestly, I was not a very good caretaker of CDs, believe it or not. And they ended up in a stack and scratched and all this other stuff. So I'm like, well, I can let this go. Sure. Um, DVDs, however, I was not like that. They were always in their case, Mm -hmm. in order. I had a giant shelf filled with CDs or DVDs. Um, And finally, yeah, it was in August this year that I said, I haven't touched one of these in over a year because I stream everything. Right. I saved maybe 20 and got rid of, I just, just one day and people are like, oh, you should sell them. You make this money. I'm like, that would be the biggest hassle in the world for me. Yeah. Like going to the post office every time I need to just mail one and sell it for $2. No, thank you. Yeah. So I just donated them all and they were done out of my life. Yeah. You get a little
1: tax deduction, someone at that who's shopping at that charity shop gets something at a value yeah. and then the charity also gets something. I think I'm a big believer in doing yeah, it.
0: absolutely. And I felt good about it and I, I am not regretting one ounce of that. I saved my entire season of the golden girls cause that's not streaming anywhere. Yeah, um, are my entire series, and then I saved like the concert DVDs, like the the Sondheim concert DVDs that aren't streaming anywhere, those type of things, right? Um, and uh, but yeah, and just like kind of like some mainstays like Steel Magnolias. I'm like, I'm not getting rid of this. Yeah. <laughs> but, like,
1: and my next big project is I need to go through all of my uh, sheet music and get rid of a bunch of crap. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of stuff that it's like I'm I don't need this. I'm never gonna sing this right. and. Uh, and it's stuff that I feel like you can kind of find everything online nowadays. You so really can. You don't Need to have like a big like physical sheet music library.
0: I have I have the biggest sheet music library, just filled with every score imaginable on like a Dropbox, on like a Google Drive. That's and awesome. And I print it out as I need it from the score, and typically that's better anyway. Yeah. Than some weird version. So mm. like. You know, like I said, I mean, I, th- I think, like, the declutter of my life and the buying grown-up furniture and getting rid of things and looking at things like, do I need this? I did find that when I was going through my junk drawer, like, all the memory stuff that I had, mm-hmm. that's harder to get rid of. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. Like, all of my, like, you know, all my tchotchke shit from my Europe trips when I was 18. Like, that's hard to get rid of for me. Yeah. Because um, I assigned a lot of value to that, being like, this is it. But luckily... What I did was I bought, like, a nice um, box, like, one of those nice fabric-covered boxes at Target, and just, mm-hmm. like, whatever fits in this box is what I can keep. I love that. And then everything else went away. And pictures and stuff, like, so, like sentimental pictures, old family pictures, that kind of thing, that was obviously getting saved. But, you know, some of the, like, shit, I took, like, pictures with, like, postcard pictures of pride and things like that, I'm like, that can go. That all looks the same every year. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, I did find some things And I'm like, "Oh, I love this." I found um love letters from my first relationship, Randomly wow. And I was just like, "Oof." Yeah. My stars. How did this one get uh uh l- <laughs> let go? Um, but yeah. Uh it's so a lot lot down memory lane as I was sorting through all this shit. Um But yeah, they delivered it, they delivered these new chest of drawers, and again, I took a real risk because I bought it online without seeing it in the store,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I measured it so it should fit, and these things arrived, and they are enormous, first of all. Oh yeah? But in the best way. Like, my bedroom looks like a real person's bedroom.
1: Oh good, so
0: you don't feel like it's too crazy or... No, I mean, I think the dresser and the mirror that's on top of it is pretty big, but at the same time, like not so much where I'm just like, this is a little big. It's just like that. Just, it fills the room though. I mean like between that bigger bed and like the dresser and the, and the trusted drawers, it just looks put together. It looks like a real person's room and I'm thrilled with it. I just, I love it so much. However, they delivered it and I was filling it that night and one of the drawers was broken Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this was new. Like the track inside had a sp- was the wood just split right down the middle. And I don't know if that happened during delivery or whatever. So I call Value City. I'm like, look, Value City. Yeah. I'm like, this is what's up. I was just like, can you send someone to just repair this drawer? And they're like, no, actually, we're just going to send you a new one. Oh. And so they're coming this coming Saturday. So I have another three hour block that I need to block out and, you know, p- clear the path again. For them to swap out the dresser, but I mean, all for this one drawer of all the drawers, everything else functioned, I think that they would be able to repair it, but they just want me to have something new, so whatever, yeah, so but it does look lovely, and I feel like a, a like I feel like my life is i think i this is like me going through process of yes, I got dumped on <laughs> in Christmas, yes, you know, like me reclaiming some sort control of my life absolutely, I think that kind of helps. I don't know. Yeah. Like getting feeling put together again. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. I think it's what it is. And, and, uh, I feel good about it. So, but yeah, I mean, big, uh, spring cleaning, deep purging, all those things, all good things. And I'm ready for some spring. I I can't wait. Listen, I need to get moving because I swear to God, I am not buying new pants. That's the, that's the line in the sand. Yeah, I want to like, buy
1: new pants, but I want to buy skinny pants. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. And I'm not buying fat clothes again. It's not nope. happening. It's zero chance. But I'm pushing the limit, so we're not. We're not going to. <laughs> we're not going there. So yeah. again, I got my. I got my gym membership for spring. I haven't really started using it because again, I've been so busy that I'm so exhausted when I leave. It's just not a thing. But yeah. you know, I think. Um, yeah, this is going to be a good year. I'm just saying it. Love it. Empowered. The year of me. I'm it not is. dating, by the way, either. I'm not going to. You're not doing it. No, I. I. It was funny because I downloaded Tinder again. Does everybody know what that is? You I know think where so. you Swipe left, swipe right, yeah. type of things. I think people know. I signed on and I was swiping left to everyone, and I was just like, you know what, not ready. <laughs> so I deleted it. I'm like, <laughs> not ready. I. Nobody was. Nobody was worth it. Evidently, at that moment. You so. just
1: you you dipped your toe back in the pool for about two seconds. Two
0: seconds. Nope, not ready. Too cold. Too cold. Yeah, not ready.
1: So I feel yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's interesting to to be in those situations, but maybe I'll feel different when spring is in the air. Maybe I doubt it, but we'll see. Yeah,
1: you never know though. Just kind of. That's like I keep trying to tell myself, just like you know, just go with the flow, see what happens.
0: Sure. I think that's what it is. It's
1: I'm going to be certainly not in any hurry. Right? Yeah. Tromerai solo me.
0: Semifer monatimonio no sopyuki
1: se. Quisi ve cosi. Day by day night by night um, but yeah so let's
0: see this past week uh, thank you all for downloading the last episode and all your wonderful comments I'm glad that you enjoyed it <laughs> that was, yeah that was nice that was really nice yeah um, Always good to be back after a break. Um, yeah, and, and chatting with you all. But
1: I got a nice message from Mariah, who was so excited that we said her name on the on the podcast. So, uh, and she said she was so happy, and I was like, "Really? That was a big thrill." <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna up the ante on the thrill, and now I'm gonna say hi to Mariah's dog, who's always with her when she's listening to the podcast <laughs> as she listens on the dog walk. Oh. So, hi, Bacon. <laughs>
0: I love that your dog's name's
1: Bacon. This is the cutest freaking dog of it all really time.
0: It really is. To. Anytime that I see a picture of that dog or And a I don't like video. dogs. I, I know. Like, you across don't.
1: Across the board, do not like dogs. And that dog melts my little heart because his
0: face. So great. Just has it's the perfect little. icon dog face. Yep. He's
1: a little lover. I love him.
0: So great.
1: Yep. So I watched great. the Grammys with Bacon. Did you? yeah weeks and weeks ago, yeah yeah I don't watch the Grammys ever well, they were the Grammys
0: yeah i don't i i don't uh I don't listen to popular music, so I don't really know who's winning right on anything, so i
1: now, but you were. I mean, I thought you had hired Bruce Valanche to be your joke writer during the Oscars. You were giving it to the people. <laughs> but, but, they like, were, like, one-liners from, like, the Joan Rivers school of one-liners.
0: Oh, I just uh, couldn't help myself but the Bruce Valanche are But you so had funny. one
1: for, like, every moment. I was... <laughs> <it> was <laughs> oh, we watched- I was like, I... I- couldn't have typed that fast. I don't think
0: I was. I was ready for it I, I. was just like, okay, I'm gonna live tweet the Oscars this year. I had the IMDb page of everybody's name because usually I'm like because I'm such a horrible speller that uh-huh. I'm just like I need to be able to copy and paste names quickly. Yeah. And so I. I was ready for it. I was having fun. You know, I. Lo- it was
1: like, uh, but I, I was fantastic. I'm. Don't get me wrong, but I was. I was impressed. I was like, God, John is working tonight. <laughs>
0: I think my, the one tweet that got the most traction, again, it was an old joke that I used for somebody else years ago, mm-hmm. um, but I saw uh, Patricia Arquette's hair, and I was just like, woof! And I yeah. I, I think my my tweet was, um, Patricia Arquette's uh, hair styled by a nap in the limo. I think that was the Yes,
1: yes, I remember that. That
0: was it. That was the one that got the most traction, I think. I love it, but yeah, Patrick was also uh, Patrick Powers. Like we said last week, was was very funny as always. He's just such.
1: Well, I my problem is I forget to go on Twitter.
0: Oh, that's where it's at. I know, and so I saw
1: all of yours because you Patrick um unlinks his accounts when I forgot
0: to at the beginning of it, and I was just like, oh crap. Yeah, normally I don't like to get that catty on Facebook, um, but I was just like, oh fine, whatever. Yeah, it um, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he uh he was just on fire. But the I think the Oscars, and we can transfer into this. Um I don't know if I liked it very well, honestly. Um I, I thought I it was funny. I, I thought it was funny watching Twitter and everybody's comments about it.
1: Yeah. But I'm I'm honestly of of two minds about all of that too. And um but go ahead and tell, say what you were going to say because I I I had an I had an interesting experience that evening and okay. I'll, which I'll tell you about.
0: Yeah, I um, I was watching by myself, um, glass of wine and some string cheese, and um, I just uh, I found that uh, Neil Patrick Harris's um MCing was kind of nasty. Actually, I thought that he kind of got, was got a little bitey, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't think necessarily it was funny in the end. I thought it was just like, huh. Yeah. Weird. Why are you making fun of this? <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, he has a,
1: he has a natural uh, bite to his voice.
0: Yeah. Which I
1: think is why he plays, like, pricks like Barney on How I Met Your Mother so s- easily. Uh-huh. And I don't know that you ever think of him as playing someone who's, like, warm and...
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Even though he seems to be a very sweet, kind person when he's interviewed, his kind of stage thing is more uh, sharp, quippy kind of energy, which is... uh, A little bit of that can go a long way.
0: Yeah, and I think that... um you know, when he hosted the Tonys, it was all so song and dancey that I don't think, like, he went there as much.
1: Yeah, and he... You know, I feel like at the Tonys and the Emmys, you kind of come out at the beginning and do something, and then you come out at the end and do something. Right, that's true. It's not and the Oscars, out. you're very present for a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you're kind of a running thing.
0: Yeah, I just don't think... And Yeah, and I, I agree. And also, I feel... That most of the jokes didn't land, even. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know that they landed in the audience, is what I'm saying. Like, well, the
1: I, fucking thing with the with the briefcase was such a dumbass...
0: Stupid. So well, stupid. Well, it's like,
1: we get it, you're a big magic geek. Ugh. Whatever. Yeah. Stupid. And I was... C- um,
0: considering that, I mean, we ended, what, at 11.15? Oh my god, it was so long. It was just so like, long. cut this crap. Right. Yeah. It um... So,
1: I like the Oscars a lot. And generally, I'm very prepared for the Oscars, and I've seen most of the movies mm-hmm. this year, I would say, like best pictures. I had seen over half of them. I had seen a couple of the acting categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so I was prepared, but not as much as normal. Um, but I love, love, love watching the Oscars. I love the fashion. I Absolutely. watch the red carpet. Yeah, so, um, my friend, uh has a friend who, when people quit smoking, they she throws a big party for them.
0: Oh, what a lovely thing.
1: Yeah, so she was going to throw a party for my friend, because my friend has quit smoking for six months. Once you make it to the six months mark, you get a party. That's great. Well, this lined up with the Oscars, so it was like, hooray, she quit smoking, and we're going to watch the Oscars. So, on the way there, I was like... And I so I get weird about going to Oscar parties because I like to watch the show.
0: I do too. See, that's my thing. And
1: um I I have hosted Oscar parties, but I like I have ground rules. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, Hey, um, talk as much as you want during the commercials, but when the show's on, we're watching the show. If you don't want to watch the show, go hang out in the kitchen. Yeah. And uh, everyone is always is cool about that. I think. So on my, our, our way there, I'm like, so are people gonna? People are gonna be watching the show, right? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, well, who's gonna be there? She's like, well, uh, I'm gonna call her Ashley. Okay, that's not the girl's name who was our hostess. Uh, Ashley's kind of interesting. Anytime she's ever thrown me a party, she doesn't invite any of my friends. She invites all of her friends. Oof. And I was like, she's like, so I don't really know everyone who's going to be there. And I was like, oh, so this is your party, but you you don't know everyone? She's like, well, I've met most of them, but I just, I don't don't know what it's going to be like. And I was like, okay. So right away, I'm like, oh, this makes me nervous. I really, and part of me was like, if I did not have, like, a casserole dish of mac and cheese in my lap, I would have been like, you know what, Cabby? Why don't you take me home? Yeah. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So I get there, and it is evident while we're watching the red carpet that no one is going to be watching the show. No one's going to be watching the show. So then uh, my friend, when the show starts, she goes, all right, everybody, all right, the show's starting. Everybody be quiet. I'm not kidding. It was like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 87th Annual Academy Awards downbeat of the opening number doorbell rings and the, the the next guests come in and i'm not kidding it is a loud couple Oof. who brought with them not kidding a tiny tiny baby Oof. like like a 9 month old baby Ooh. and a teacup poodle oh <laughs> So you know how people are always like never compete with kids or dogs on stage or animals on stage? I did not hear a note of the opening number. Oh.
0: Let's not do one that. note.
1: And so I'm like, well, glad I taped this. Yeah. Because I knew I was gonna have to go home and re watch everything. And then Everyone throughout the evening, and we have it turned up as loud as we possibly can. Uh And the people who are talking the most and aren't watching it are the people sitting on the couch in front of the TV. Oh, for
0: God's sake. Have some self-awareness. And I don't know any
1: of these people. Otherwise, I would be like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And so then they're doing things like this, like um, Adam Levine is out and he's singing a song. And the moron in front of me is like, Who's this? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, it's Adam Levine from Maroon 5. What's he singing? And I literally said, I'm like, you know what? I don't know, because I couldn't hear him get introduced. So I don't know what he's singing. Oh. I'm assuming it's a song nominated for best song. and A um, category
0: that I happen to enjoy quite a bit.
1: And it kept happening. So oh. then they're like, same, same moron in front of me. is like, oh, God. I hate this woman. What's her name? Oh, for God's sake. I'm like, Jennifer Hudson? (gasps) And he goes, beautiful voice, pretty. God, I just hate her. (laughs) And by now, I mean, she's saying about halfway through, maybe three quarters of the way through, and I'm like, okay, I'll bite. Why do you hate her?
0: Uh
1: I don't know. Just something about her bothers me. And I was like, because she's black? (laughs) Yeah. I was just, uh, I w- I had had it. Yeah. It was, it was not a fun Oscar party. I am so sorry. Filed it under never fucking again. Yep. Uh, you know, and just, and then uh, no one, no one in the room had seen anything.
0: Oh, why, so did, like, why have a party?
1: And so they're like, still Alice. What's that about? Oh my God. I'm like, oh, it's about Alzheimer's. It's actually amazing. I hope she wins. Oh, did you see Gone Girl? That's a good movie. Oh my God. I gosh. loved Gone Girl. And it's like, yeah, I bet you did, Dickweed. <laughs> and Bradley Cooper is not nominated for Guardians of the Galaxy. So relax. Oh my gosh. It was freaking awful. Oh, I am um, so sorry that happened. It was awful. Uh, I did have to get to the point where I was like, okay, just get me a, a tumbler of bourbon. I'm just going to relax. And I was like, I was playing a trivia game on my phone to keep myself entertained. Yeah. Not not trivia crack, but I was like playing with Viggle. I was like answering questions about the Academy Awards and yeah. earning points and crap like that. Yeah. Just to kind of keep myself entertained. Oof. And then I came home and I like, I rewatched um I rewatched the opening number, I rewatched the John Travolta uh Oh my
0: gosh, what a weirdo.
1: Uh a Dina Menzel moment. I rewatched a lot of a lot of the s- speeches that I wanted to see because there were a lot of people's like I really want to see I rewatched Selma. I rewatched Lady Gaga.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that um, was a that was a trip.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. I. I kind of loved it but i really within the first three bars of it happening i was with everybody else i was like okay what the fuck is happening yeah
0: what is happening right now that was it was great yeah it It was was great great. Great. sure she has a beautiful voice it's just like you know this is kind of one of those evidence being like oh you are a real musician that can actually sing absolutely and i love everything about that part of it yeah she went to tish yeah like she's real she's she's the real deal Real deal for sure, and it's just yeah. uh, it was nice to see. But I was just like, oh, of course, this was happening—a tribute to, uh, you know, Sound of Music. Fine, in hour four, like yeah. at that point, we were just like, okay, we yeah. got work in the morning. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. So I wish it was earlier in the show, um. But at the same time, yeah, I thought I love that moment. I loved the glory moment with Selma. I just. That was oh, really great It was for me. amazing. So great. Um, uh, the speech for the best adapted screenplay uh, uh, for the imitation game. And that little sweetheart that, that gave that speech. Yeah, stay and, weird. Stay weird. But I loved, not gay. Not, that was the funniest part. Because everyone was writing these like tributes to being like, gay screenwriters, good for you. Like all these things. But then the whole next day was like, hey, wait a minute. I'm not gay.
1: Well, the funny thing was, uh, there was like some queen sitting next to me, and he's like, "Why is he just saying weird? I mean, it's like he's getting close to being an advocate, but he's not really. I mean, that's not good enough for me." Okay. You, you, and I was like, "Well," and I said, "Well, maybe he's not gay." Well, and he's just saying you were the
0: only person in America that was saying that.
1: Well, because I hate when people do that. I know. I, re- I really do. It just, like, but it, honestly,
0: like, I just didn't even assume anything else. I know, and it's you know shame on me. But like at the same time, it was like that next day. I was like, "What? Say what now?" Yeah. So, but that was yeah. That was a, that was a nice moment. It was a beautiful speech. Um, uh, I was trying to think of other great other key s- moments. Key moments. Um, mm. Like I said, I've, every time that Neil Patrick Harris came out and like made fun of somebody right after they got done speaking, I'm like, "Whew." Yeah. The most egregious of those was when that woman, now granted, the, the, the wrap that she was wearing with those fuzzy balls on it was was awful, awful, granted, but she just got done saying my son committed suicide and we need to be able to talk about suicide and had one of those like Oscar awareness Mm -hmm. moments. Yeah. Yeah. He gets out there and immediately makes fun of her ballsy thing. Right. Yeah bad form. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, you don't do that. Read yeah. the room, MPH. That's not what it is. We all just had a moment about suicide awareness. She was wearing yeah. a comically weird, you know, wrap, but come on. Yeah. So, that was that one, and then he made a treason joke about Edward Snowden, which I'm like, that's not going to Oh, I liked that one. Oh. That was funny. Okay. <laughs> I thought his race jokes were were well-timed and pointed. Well, Except don't try to joke with Oprah. She's Except Oprah. She's pissed off. She, oh. was,
1: th- th- everyone, she was pissed. Leave her alone. Yep. She was pissed. Her movie was completely and totally overlooked. Mm-hmm. Leave her alone. Leave him alone. 100% leave him alone. Why are you getting him up and making him perform like a monkey? Yep. Because he has a British accent? You're going to make him do
0: tricks for you? So stupid. So stupid. Yep. I agree yeah. with all of those things. He did say, but like po- pointing out the, you know, the the whiteness of the situation. I thought like some of yeah, the that was amazing. Really well. I th- the I'm like, well, good. Somebody should say it. Well, but
1: uh, trust that the academy is saying, "Hey, help us out here by poking some fun at us." That's gonna let some air out of the room.
0: Yeah that's good you know
1: it was, similarly the it was very uh clear and i'm glad that they stacked the deck with african-american uh presenters absolutely. and really tried to show a diverse audience mm-hmm. which they've never done before so hopefully uh the voters can start Get- showing a little bit of that love as
0: well yeah absolutely absolutely but yeah, I, 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 the winners though, as far as I, there wasn't anybody that I was like, oh, that's too bad. I I
1: loved Eddie Redmayne's performance. I really did, and he seems like such a little sweetie pie. But I really, really was pulling for Michael Keaton.
0: Oh, me too, just out of like he his whole and it career, was it was a nice and comeback.
1: It was, such a, it was a really freaking out there, brave performance. I thought, hundred um, percent. Eddie Redmayne's was. Emotional and it uh, takes a lot of like technical prowess to be able to play that the degenerative disease, yeah, and so beautifully and, mm-hmm. and still with so much clarity. Um, yeah, I, I was thrilled that Julianne Moore won, that was absolutely my favorite performance of the year, yeah. Um, yeah, there weren't any like huge, like whoa huge upsets all of the acting categories i guessed except for i had really thought that um michael keaton was going to pull it off yeah um
0: right. yeah
1: uh, and, and i was i i did not think that boyhood was better than birdman and there's still a lot of people trying to uh make me
0: feel otherwise i'm like no no yeah it's not yeah <laughs>
1: I, 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 you know, at least not in my opinion um, Right you know.
0: It's still on my list of things But I've heard enough about from both sides I've, There's certain personality types That were just like Boyhood was everything to me And then there were other people like It was a three hour snooze that nothing happened So I mean I've heard it from both sides being like,
1: Well and I guess part of it for me Is like I knew nothing was going to happen So I was okay with that I think if, if anyone was Hoping to watch it With some ginormous event non ne solo I also think boyhood was uh spoke to people who have children a little differently than it does uh people who are are childless mm. I think there's a different experience
0: there. I always said that about the I said that about the tv show parenthood honestly mm. I know that you love it but like for me I was just like this is not my thing
1: yeah I uh
0: I loved that show I God, know it was good yeah but that just had it's ser- series finale Tonight had um, Parks and Rec had their series finale. Parks and Rec, I will say, and I don't know, Rob doesn't watch it, but like I, um, uh, that should have ended a year and a half ago. This last season was they went to the silly place. I hate it when TV shows do this, yeah, where they run out of ideas and they just get kooky, and it just leaves reality for me. And yeah. Parks and Rec did that, so I was just like, nah, it's time for it to go um but at the same time it's first five seasons were some of my favorite tv ever and so it's it's an institution and i was trying to think of like really good series finales mm, like mm-hmm. cuz a lot of a lot of series finales are known to be big clunkers or they don't yes. live up to expectations or yes. and I then mean, some of them are perfect some of them are perfect the you know mash had a perfect series finale
1: cheers cheers
0: had a wonderful oh series finale um, uh, Frasier had a wonderful series finale, um, but there's been ones that, like, Seinfeld was just, like, total dud. So weird. It was the weirdest thing. How they ended that show was so stupid. In fact, it was so stupid that they made fun of it on Curb Your Enthusiasm, and Larry David was defending the whole thing. That was the joke of the episode. Right. Um that one was rough. I'm trying to think, do you, can you think of any like ones that were, I, how was parent? I don't watch parenthood, but how- parenthoods
1: was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. It was yeah, the perfect. They kind of ended. wrapped every single thing up. Uh, they gave us major events. Uh, it was beautiful. It was really emotional. Um, it was, it was a perfect one. Like that was one where I was like, okay, that's how you do it folks.
0: Yeah. I like that.
1: And, um, I don't know if it was a series finale, but the season finale of season two of the Comeback. I think oh is one my of the gosh, most, one of the most perfect half hours of television I've ever
0: seen. A hundred percent. I cr- well, you know, and having that, you know, having the the silliness of the Comeback, uh, the comedy of it, but the, often the emotion of it. I wept during. I actually it, it got me. Yeah. Um. Uh, on the that last episode of the Comeback, and I was just like, whoo. Yeah. All the tears, all the feelings. It's tough
1: though like saying goodbye to a show that you love so much. It is. You know, and I uh, and I really 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 appreciate the shows that do do a good, you know, leave when they should yep. and do a do a great finale. Yeah. Because then there's other shows that I'm like, "How is this is that still on?"
0: Uh, Grey's I mean, Anatomy. If I see another
1: commercial for
0: Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, "What?" Exactly. Any of those shows, though, those things are all horrible to me. Um, I'm not looking forward to saying goodbye to Mad Men. I, I No. that I, one's good.
1: Not gonna look. I'm not looking forward to that. Breaking. Do you remember the? Do you remember the uh, series finale of Little House on the Prairie?
0: I do. Absolutely. And they blew, I do. Up, the they blew up the whole town. They blew up the whole town. What a bloody way to do it! I remember that because I was confused because I remember being very young at the time. Yeah, and. I was fascinated. I didn't understand why somebody with a plunger box could make a house blow up. I didn't understand dynamite yeah, or anything. I was yeah. like, "What is happening?" Now, yeah. I think that was my first exposure to like a plunger box where they blew something up like that.
1: Didn't you ever watch any Yosemite well, like Looney Sam? Tunes,
0: <laughs> but like an actual one? Right. I think I think that might have been my first exposure. Besides, um, like yeah.
1: Yeah, and I remember I remember them being on television and being like, "Well, uh, this." We were thinking, what are we going to do with all the sets when we're done? So why don't we just do this all at once, destroy the set, and make it part of the plot? I was like, <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> okay,
1: that was not a good one. Um,
0: no, Bob Newhart. They had that one where it was all a dream. Wasn't yeah, it, wasn't that Roseanne also had a similar thing?
1: Yeah, I didn't like Roseanne's Newhart's was pretty fucking good. Yeah, where he he woke up and he was in. His show from the seventies, yeah, which was was, because it was Newhart, but he woke up next to Susan Pleshette, and it was just that the whole thing had been a dream while he was still on the Bob Newhart show.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Which is genius.
0: That was that was a really cool thing. And but yeah, Roseanne, I remember that whole last season was like woof, weird because yeah, it was like a dream sequence that they won the lottery, but they still were in their shitty house and.
1: Yeah, but everything was done with, like, a
0: fuzzy filter on it after a while, too. Yeah, there was something... It was weird. really strange. That was strange. Um, Six Feet Under had a wonderful series finale. Cried and
1: cried and cried. Oh,
0: my gosh. And they showed how everyone died. Yeah. That was how they end theirs. I mean, there was just so much. Breaking Bad had a very satisfying... um, Yes, it was very satisfying. Very satisfying. They wrapped it up. Of course, you didn't feel good, but you're just like... Yeah. Yeah. Now, um
1: are you watching Better Call Saul? I am. I have it all on my TiVo. I have Very not, good. I have not um not gone there yet. I'm a big Bob Odenkirk fan though. Me too. I love I him. I think
0: he's so multifaceted and so funny, but can definitely go to that place as well. I think he's a brilliant writer. Yeah. Um really great comedian, all the things. Like he's he's a a real talent and I think like having him in a show like Breaking Bad really brings him to the forefront of popularity. And then having this, uh, the series, which I am really enjoying. Yeah. It's not as intense as Breaking Bad, but it does still have kind of that slow burn, like what's going to happen moments Mm -hmm. in it, but it's very, very good. Um, golden girl series finale was also very emotional and sad and lovely. And I don't remember how it ended. Dorothy gets married. Um, oh. And then she leaves and says goodbye to them all. Of course, you know, the story behind that is that B. Arthur wanted out and they were still in the top 10 at that time, season seven. Right. And they were just, the producers were like, no, please, let's keep going. And B. Arthur was like, no, absolutely not. We're done. Because she yeah. was, her whole philosophy, she did this with Maud, she did this with all of them, was to leave when you're at the top. Yeah, I think that that's the way to do it absolutely and so that's how she did and so then the producers came together with Golden Palace which was a mistake oh yeah everybody remember Golden Palace where Dorothy or not Dorothy where Rose, Blanche and Sophia sell their Florida home buy a hotel that's run by Cheech Marin and Don Cheadle
1: good heavens
0: and uh, zany things happen it lasted for a season it, it was not a, oh.
1: not a hit how it lasted that long, I don't even oh, know. Oh, and it's just
0: awful. I mean, it's yeah. it's the same type of humor, but very awful. And the concept is so weird. Yeah. But yeah, that was not a a successful spinoff. Um, Frasier, I think, obviously was a successful spinoff because it lasted 11 seasons after Cheers. So that was a long time with those characters. Yeah. God, uh, can you uh, imagine having a job that long? Kelsey Grimer. For God,
1: I'd kill for that. Forever.
0: And you know that still plays seventeen times a day. Fraser does so just cash those. ka-ching, checks. kaching, ching I have love a friend it. who was a head writer for um, uh, head writer for Family Matters. Um, oh, uh huh. And she's just like, "Yep, yeah, me TV just picked this up. Those checks are going to start coming in." Amazing. <laughs> That's how to do it. I love it. So, but anyway, but yeah, uh, series finales are always kind of a mixed bag, but they've been getting better at them in, in life. Yeah. The Office one was very sweet. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. 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 They, they had some good ones. I felt like they went one season too long, too, though. 100%. No doubt about that. Once Steve Carell left, they should have just wrapped it up. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. weird afterwards. But yeah, folks, tell us your favorite slash worst, um, series finale on our Facebook wall. Do it. We had some people engage finally on social media this week. That's nice. It was nice. It felt good. We like hearing from people. Absolutely. So that was, that was really, really nice. Um, but yeah, so this week ahead, um, anything, I mean, we're electing a mayor, I guess we didn't elect a mayor tonight. I don't think
1: we did. It looks like there's going to be another. I'm, so Rahm Emanuel
0: like, did not get uh, reelected outright, so they're going to have a runoff.
1: Runoff? A rom off? A rom off? Is what I'm seeing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah and th- then it's going to be
1: damn March. Yeah. We're March, like only. Week. We're like just a little ways away from daylight savings time, kids. Oh, that would be great. Wouldn't yeah. that be awesome. Can't wait.
0: I need to start, like a, like I said, I need to like set up a scheduled walk through the neighborhood once the weather changes. Yep. Because I'm I'm going to be like that jazzer walk or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? What was yep. that? Walker size or? Yeah, prancer size. Prancer size. That's what it was. That's what it is. Look it up, folks. It's, that's what I'm going to be doing through <laughs> the, the streets of Andersonville. I hope you
1: do. I'll walk behind you and throw <laughs> flowers.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what it needs to be. That's exactly what it needs to be. Um, good talking to you all tonight. Uh, have a great week. We will talk to you soon. Say good night, Rob. Good night. The Daily Purge is produced proudly in Chicago, Illinois. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com/ thedailypurge. Follow us on Twitter at the Daily Purge. Stream all of our previous episodes and find additional content on soundcloud.com slash thedailypurge. If you would like to call us and leave us a voicemail that may be aired on the show, you may do so at 312-869-4227. All of this information and much more can be found on our website, thedailypurge.com.